Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all, all up in, in your brain and giving you real practical application. Debbie doesn't even have her headphones in. I don't. So she can't even hear anything going on. Welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Welcome. You did not hear the applause because apparently it was making Debbie nauseous today. It makes me nauseous. Because of a ear. broken tooth? And then, like, it makes the right side of my cheek sensitive, and then it makes... <coughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> makes her cough. <coughs> and makes we are back cough. to the wonderful coffee. we're coffee. back to coffee. I am so sorry. So, on today's episode of Practically Christian Podcast, this is our topic. Under my tutelage, you will grow from boys into men. From men into gladiators. And from gladiators into Swansons. Wow. Wow. I love Parks and Rec. That is a good show. Now, that being said, hmm. what Ron Swanson was talking about there, and in, in what we see a lot in society, the new buzzword surrounding masculinity. Toxic. Is this toxic masculinity. Right. And... We've already recorded this episode. We actually, this is our second time recording this. That's what I'm talking about, because the first time it just... It didn't feel right. So, one of the things that I learned from the first time we recorded this episode was we need a good definition of toxic masculinity. What it is. I can look one up. I I, I got one already. Okay. So, and, and, and it may not be the most scholarly of sources. Oh gosh, is it the Urban Dictionary? It is the Urban Dictionary. I knew it, that's the one I was going to read. Um, and it just, it offers a really good term for it though. It, it says a social science term that describes narrow repressive types of ideas about male gender roles that defines masculinity as exaggerated masculine traits like being violent, unemotional, sexually mm-hmm. aggressive, and so forth. Also suggests that men who act too emotional or maybe aren't violent enough or don't do all the things that quote unquote real men do mm-hmm. can get their man card taken away. Right. Some beliefs of toxic masculinity are interactions between men and women are always competitive and not cooperative. Okay. Men can never truly understand women and that men and women can never just be friends. That real men need to be strong and showing emotion is a sign of weakness unless... Mm. What? Unless Unless what? Unless what emotion? I don't know. Unless anger. Because that's considered okay. Oh. The idea that men can never be victims of abuse or talking about abuse is shameful. The idea that violence is the answer to everything and that real men solve their problems through violence. Well, well, I was reading, I read books, and it said, according to Cooper's, toxic masculinity serves to outline aspects of masculinity that are socially destructive, misogyny, homophobia, greed, violent domination. These traits are contrasted with more positive aspects, such as pride in one's ability to win, to maintain solidarity with a friend, and to succeed at work or provide for one's family. Oh, but... Mm. I I read, I was reading more in Urban Dictionary. Any male action that does not conform to liberal ideas of what a man should be in today's society 
is considered a toxic masculinity male. Oh, wow. If he isn't sensitive and emotional Mm -hmm. and docile, he is accused of toxic masculinity. Wow. Right out the gate. First thing that I think this conversation should definitely have would be a definition of what masculinity is. Is it possible to be masculine and to not be considered toxic in that role of being masculine? I think so. What do you mean? Can you be masculine and not be toxic? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I think toxic and masculinity have nothing to do with the other. I think if someone's being toxic, they're being jerky. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. If they're doing things that are outside of... Unless it's Britney Spears. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Baby, I'm toxic. I don't... I I didn't know her music. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know her truth. Um, I guess that makes me less masculine because I did know it was a Britney Spears song. You probably knew all the dance moves, too. What? I still do. Yeah, I bet you do. Um, I think anything that, when you put the word toxic in front of anything, like I think of toxic and you know that sign that has like the skeleton or the skull. Bio, no, the pirate sign? Yeah, with the, the skull. Jolly and the, Roger? Whatever. Yeah, sure. So I think of toxic and I think of that or I think of like those, you know, those tubes that they throw in the ocean and then they're like fluorescent green or... That's where the Ninja Turtles came from. That was the yes. secret of the use. That's what I that's what I think of. So when you put that word in front of any other word, it just turns it into it just makes it so ugly. And I think that's the whole point of why people started doing that. Society is you know, they're trying to turn how God designed men into something ugly. And I'm not and God did not design men to be abusive or um, to, you know, rule with an iron fist or to hurt people. Not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is society is turning it into, the world is turning being a man into something ugly. And sinful. And sinful, right. You know, and how dare you? Well, you know what? No, keep going. I'm sorry. Hey. I was, I had a thought and I was like, hold on. No, this is a whole nother podcast that I could talk about. You didn't have a thought. You're just a woman. <laughs> He's totally kidding. Does not talk to me like that. <laughs> or am I? That would be toxic. That would. And that, that would, would be, be toxic. toxic. And, and and I think toxic ma- masculinity actually hurts real men to it begin really with. It really does. Because it almost puts men that act the way God designed them to, to act, it puts them at a disadvantage and they're constantly looked at like, oh, you know, that, that kind of guy. He's being, she's just being a jerk. <coughs> I apologize for all the coughing. It is killing me. Now, and and I had to get on quote investigator. What's investigator? Is that an actual website? Um, yeah. Or you became an investigator? No, it, it, it's it's an actual website. Okay. Um. Because I have heard many times before that George Orwell was the one who said people sleep peacefully in their beds at night only because rough men stand ready to do violence on their behalf. Yes, I've okay? read that. And I'm not reading this whole article to see if he was the one that actually said it. You can go on quote investigator and find it out. <laughs> um, but again, like 
masculinity and being a man, there there is something to that. Right. You know, there there is something to being a woman. It is more than simply biology. Right. Um. You know, yesterday I was at home with with the kids while you know you had to go to work. Mm-hmm. I had the day off, mm-hmm. and did that make me any less of a man because I was taking care of? you know, our sick child. Right. You went to the grocery store and, you know, you went to go get some stuff that we needed. I went house, and, some well, cleaning products. And, and that's what I was going to say. Like, it wasn't just stuff we needed. Like, I didn't go get like two by fours and build something. Right. Like, I went and got cleaning products and cleaned. Right. Does that make me less of a man? No. Yeah, and, and I sit here and it I go. It made me love you even more, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I sit here and I go like, when with this topic and, and one of the reasons why this topic frustrates me so much is because i i do think that there are very big differences between being a man and being a woman absolutely the way we process the way we look at things there's physiological differences you know in, in one of the articles i was reading about toxic masculinity there was like there is no difference between the male and female brain yes well, there is whoop, I doubt there is a brain is oh, a brain. Like, like you, you know what I mean? Like I remember watching on the discovery channel or history channel, not discovery channel. Um, uh, who was it? There's a scientist who doing brain scans. No, no, no. Who like claimed to have been able to tell if someone was black or white by like, their back brain? in the 1800s by their skull oh. and how big or small their brain cavity <gasps> was. Stop it. That's terrible. But that was a science like right in the 1800s. And I go, but there's no one alive that would go, there's any kind of validity or truth to that. Why? Because the human brain is the human brain. Right. Now, that being said, there are differences in male and female hormones. Right. And and I couldn't expect you to understand exactly what it feels like to be me. Right. Because you don't have the same hormonal makeup that I do. Mm-hmm. So, testosterone. A hormone that is commonly found in steroids. Why? Because it causes your muscles to grow. Mm-hmm. Why? Because God made males physically stronger. Right. Now, I'm not saying that there's not women out there who have conditioned their body, who may be able to lift more than some guys, but I am speaking in a general sense of being. That's why seriously. But you just saying that's going to offend somebody or tick somebody off. Hey, let me know. Josh at Scent.Church. We can have a conversation about it. But even being that aggressive with that response. Right. You know, like, oh, bring it on. Like, again. That would be deemed as toxic masculinity. Yes, it would. And I sit here and go, how? Standing up and standing firm in what I believe? Well, people don't do that anymore. That's That's just... toxic. Well, and that's why. Because what we'll do is, like, we'll... Will hit you with this like very negative connotation mm-hmm. to make you more afraid to stand up. Now, now some of the articles I read, like they were talking about, like you know, cover small kids' ears for a second. Like they were talking about, like rapist. That is not a man. That is not like what makes a man. That's a man. not even toxic masculinity. That's, That's a crime, right? Like, and have... I'm like, really, like who in their right mind goes? Oh, if you want to be a man, here's what you got to do. Right. I know my dad didn't address it like that. Like, you, you know what I mean? Then? Mm-hmm. So I sit here and I go, what some of this is, is people bullying 
going, how dare you stand up and stand firm in what you believe? Right. Because then you're a bully. Right. First Corinthians 16. That's why Paul says, act like men. Right. Obviously, men act a certain way. You know, it used to be like the men were the ones who went away to war. The men were the ones who protected the women. And if they didn't go get dinner, nobody ate. You had a job to do. The Titanic. Right. Who who got off first? Women and children. Women and children. Why? Because you're supposed to be a man. You're supposed to lay down your life for others. I wonder if that happened today and somebody would be offended if they said, let's get all the women and children off. There would be, like, everyone would die. But, like, but something... The people that would be offended would be the women That's and children. That's what I'm saying. Like, how... What? We're the weaker... Oh, like, I can't get off on my own? Right. Um, I'm, me, personally? Come on, kids. Let's go. Thank and what, you. And what makes me laugh, though, is in the same breath, you're going to go, oh, well, I guess chivalry is dead. You know what? Where were we? New York? Georgia? We'd gone somewhere. We are you, such world travelers. I know. You had... We'd gone somewhere and you held the door first. You went to go hold the door, open the door... Do you remember that? That might have been here. And the girl was like, uh, my arms aren't broken. And I thought to myself, I, don't, I, I mean, at the time, I didn't even know what she was talking about. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, <laughs> she was offended because you were holding the door for her. And, and my second thought was, they're about to be. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke. That was not my thought, but it well, just yeah. fit with what we were talking about. Toxic masculinity. Well, and I mean, let's be honest, like, I've been accused of being over-masculine from time to time. Right. <laughs> that was our daughter chit-chatting, talking in the background. Um, you know, because I won't let my daughters paint my toes. Right. You know, there there was a guy, I was holding Gabby's... I just had that conversation with someone the other day. Well, me and Gabby went out on a date a couple of weekends ago mm-hmm. um, after church, Um and we went to Academy and, and Gabby wanted to try on some clothes. Mm-hmm. So she went, Daddy, can you hold my purse? Mm-hmm. No, and it, it's a little girl's purse. Like, well, it's it's not even like your purse. Well, you've held my purse before. But, I mean, this is like a, a little girl's little purse. Princess yes. purse. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'm standing outside the dressing rooms and I'm holding it. And this guy comes walking up behind me and he's like, oh, that's a pretty purse. And I'm like, thanks, man. I don't man. know how I feel about It's that. my daughter's. <laughs> And he's like, oh, I figured that. And I was like, yeah, you want some bubble gum? Because that's really all that's in here. You know, and then he was like, oh, well, have you got to the point where they paint your toes? And I was like, no. And like, he was like, oh, well, you you know, you should. Really? Why should I? Because it's society. They are more than welcome to paint their own toes. Or their mommies. Right. But that doesn't mean. And you know what? If you're you're a dad and you let your your daughters paint your toes, like, more power to you. Like, I'm not saying that makes you any less. It's a big deal if you don't want them to. Right. That doesn't make me chauvinistic. That doesn't make me toxic. You just don't want your toenails painted. Right. It was the same thing. Oh, what were you going to do to JT? When he was was little, and I was like, nope. Nope. I wasn't. No, it wasn't you. It was someone else, and they were like, oh, we're going to put makeup on him. And I was like, no, you're not. Because they were doing, she was putting it on her son, and she was going to paint his toenails yeah. and put makeup on him. And she said, "Let's do it to JT." And I said, "No, I, and, I didn't even think that it, was." But again, like that's not being toxic. Option. That's right. that's having conviction, right? And part of being a man is standing firm in your conviction. When when going back to First Corinthians sixteen, when Paul says, "Act like men," he goes, "Stand firm." Right. Stand firm in what? In my conviction. Mm-hmm. Like, again, but you nobody, know, I know there's a lot of people. And I say nobody. I mean, a lot of people don't have convictions anymore. Ain't that Every, the truth? Everything's okay. Everything's acceptable. And and again, I see this toxic masculinity as a way of going, if we can bring 
men down and and raise, raise women up with the new feminist movement and, and things right. of that nature right you know and raise men up or uh, women up that it puts a, a more into a general neutral point of view which is what people ultimately want, want. that's what you, right right and i go that's why society looks the way it does right because there has to at some level be some kind of leadership you have to have a distinct line this is and seriously, Men, this really this, women. this really does get into like egalitarian and complementarian. Right. And for those people who are like, what? Did you just talk about an eagle? Yes. No. So no. in an egalitarian home, everybody's equal. Mm-hmm. In a complementary home, we understand that there's a difference between daddy and mommy. Right. There's a difference between Josh and Debbie. <coughs> but Excuse me. we complement each other. Right. So when God makes Adam and Eve, he looks at Adam and he goes, hey, it is not good for man to be alone. Why? Have you ever seen a bachelor pad? They're disgusting for the It is part. very clear why men should not be alone. Right. Now, that doesn't mean that... A man can't be clean because who Josh was when he was 18 when I met him versus who he is now. <laughs> His level um, of cleanliness has increased. <laughs> well, and not just that, like organizational, mm-hmm. and, but really that was the military, like, right. y- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... But again, I sit here and I go, what is, what is the end game here? Because if, if you're sitting, yeah, if you're sitting here and going like, instead of calling you have to it, be ultra violent, who in their right mind is going around going, if you are not the most violent person in the world, you can't, that, you're less of a man. Well, I think they need to reclassify it and go, there are um, men who act like jerks and, and turn into criminals. And then there are men who live life according to scripture and how God designed them. Well, and I sit here and go, like, one of the, the stipulations with the toxic uh, masculinity, you know, violence fixes everything. I can't even, I don't, I don't even ever think I can remember you saying or behaving like that. Well, and I'm not saying that there aren't people out there like that, but let's, sure. let's determine something from the get-go. That is not masculine behavior. No, that's criminal behavior. Right. And that's the problem. There are so many things that don't, there, there aren't clear lines drawn in the sand Instead of going, this behavior is unacceptable because it's simply unacceptable. It's, oh, well, you're being a, a toxic male. It, you know, your masculinity is, is overly toxic. And and, and when, when I first started researching that, like, that's what I wanted to go with. Went, oh, this doesn't even exist. And I went, you know what? No, I understand the I, yeah, term. Yeah, I, I get like, what I get saying. it. They're, what, they're just classifying it the wrong way. What I sit here and go is, let's take the word masculinity out of it you're just a toxic nasty person right you know because real masculinity biblical masculinity yes is standing firm on your conviction is standing firm on what you believe it's laying your life down right it is sacrificial right it is the opposite it's doing what what jesus did right Mm -hmm. it's taking the brunt of everything it's it's covering everything and you know i don't know i just even in like even in the church like even in men's ministries like I don't see a point when a when a, a big group of men get together and they just want to scratch and sniff and spit and oh we're tough and rumble like we're gonna beat our chests right like how are you glorifying God in that right you know I was talking with uh, Pastor Adam and you know we've had him on the show before and and we were kind of talking about this and and he was like you know what would be awesome to me is if I had men around me that like I was calling and going hey I'm about to walk in the house and instead of them going. You know, oh, you know, making some joke about marriage and the chain and the ball and chain and all that. If they were like, hey, I pray, like I am praying for you right now as you are walking in the house, 
that you engage your family. That's awesome. That you don't just go in and sit down and, and just, that's it, check right. out. But actually go in and disciple your children because and, that's and what love a real man your does. wife. Yes. yes. And and I think that's where my problem with this term, toxic masculinity, comes from. Because, because it, it has nothing to do with being masculine. And nobody wants to have a conversation about it. They just want to throw a label and go, oh, well, you're just being a toxic uh, male. You're just being toxic. Right. It's like, no, I mean, you need to sit down and have a conversation and address each situation and and person um, individually. Well, and if nothing else... Define masculinity. What makes you a man? And I think everybody's scale is going to look different depending on what your core beliefs are and your foundation. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you threw that. But in I there. think we're talking more so about um, Christ, a Christ-claiming community. Yeah, I'm, and I'm glad you you threw in there because because originally I was, I was sitting. There I listening. saw you he threw his hands up like, "What are you talking about?" Well, originally getting all aggressive, <laughs> toxic. <laughs> Because I was listening and I, w- I was sitting here going, well, you know, there is a standard laid out. Sure. You know, in, in biblical manhood. And and we can't expect the world on a whole to abide by that. Right. But, but this if is... you're claiming Christ and saying you're a Christian and you're, you know, an active member of your church family and you're discipling people. And I mean, even if you don't have someone outside you're discipling, you have people in your house and you're discipling them. Right. And again, I sit here and go, if men would be men... And not little boys with mustaches. Right. Muscles and a mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, Andy Minio. Right. You could be a boy till the day you lay in your grave. Well, KB said little boys with muscles and a mustache. And who said the one? Andy you... Minio is you can be a little boy till the day you lay in your grave. Okay. And, and we don't realize that. Right. And that is why toxic masculinity is allowed to exist. Right. Because we don't realize that there is a difference. Like the ultimate man who has ever lived... Jesus. Mm -hmm. And what did he do? Like, seriously, like, I sit here and every time we go through, like, the crucifixion, I go, like, Pilate is sitting here going, I hold your life in my hands. And I'm sitting here going, you you fool. Like, Jesus, uh, you know, in Colossians, Paul Mm -hmm. is talking about, holds everything together by the power of his word. Right. Like, the nails you use to put in through his hands and feet. He held together. Right. If he didn't want them to exist, they don't exist anymore. Right. It's sacrificial. It is laying down your life. Right. It is, you know, Jesus is going to say it like this. Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for a friend. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? Like, that means that I am here to serve my wife. Right. Does that make me less of a man because I have no problem doing the dishes? No. No. Makes me a happy wife, though. And so, like, I just sit here and I go, the term itself, yes, it, I'm totally against it. Because it has the word masculinity in it. Mm-hmm. And it, it is just, just toxic, be, be bad a, people. Right. Don't be a toxic person. Right. Um, that being said, if if we allow behavior, criminal behavior to exist, like putting your hands on your spouse does not make you a man. No. It makes you a criminal. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you that, you know, any day of the week and twice on Sunday, you know, and... Excuse me. And again, if you're not willing... To lay down your life, to sacrifice for those you love, don't even call yourself a man. Right. You know? Like, being a man is more than, oh, I can shoot guns and... Shoot tobacco. <laughs> first of all, we ain't gonna... Okay. Some of us did shoot tobacco. Um, yeah. But being a man is more than that. Right. Being a man is being able to lay down everything else. Right. So this week, I challenge you, as you go throughout your week, 
If you don't know what biblical manhood is, get with someone at church who does. If you don't have anyone at church that you feel comfortable talking to, you can hit me up either email at josh at sent.church or you can find us at Practically Christian Podcast. You can hit us up. If you want a female's perspective on it, Debbie would be glad to answer that for you at um, on Facebook. underscore Christian underscore podcast on Instagram. But we want to hear from you. What What is it that makes a man a man? Is it biology? Is it physiology? What is it that makes a man a man? So until next week, we love you and we can't wait to talk to you again. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.